Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports. On 95.7, the game. Oh, yes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to a beautiful, windy Monday, victory Monday here in the Bay Area. And then there were four. Four teams left in the chase of the Lombardi Trophy. Started Saturday, we found two teams, the Chiefs and the Eagles. They handled their business. And then yesterday, the Cincinnati Bengals and yours truly, the San Francisco 49ers. Final play, it looks like barring a penalty. Prescott over the middle of the turpin. Gets smoked right away, and that'll do it. The 49ers back to the championship game. Kevin Burkhardt on the call for Fox Sports. They did a great job, him and Greg Olson, all day as the 49ers handle business 19-12 against the hated Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott threw two picks. Brock Purdy didn't throw any. And that was the difference in the game. Turnovers. Turnovers cost the Dallas Cowboys. Ray Ray McLeod with one fumble. That led to three points. That was it. That was all she wrote. This was a hard-hitting game. The defenses were flying. The speed, the intensity, the rivalry. It was palpable. I was sitting on my couch watching it and I could I could feel the tenseness. The intensity. Is that the right word? The intensity in the air at Levi Stadium. So I want to hear from all of you at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Your thoughts going into the game, your thoughts coming out of the game. What was the most important play? The players. I want your breakdown. We can look ahead to the Eagles all week. We have all day for that. But this game specifically, I'm looking at the turnover battle. And it was Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys who blinked first. And I think that set the tone. That pick by Diamonor Lenore. Just, it was impressive. Now, it was a bad throw by Dak. Both of them were just boneheaded plays. 
But that's what we knew the Dak, who Dak was heading into this game. Did we not? And I think a big lesson that we all learned from this weekend is not to take too much stock into blowouts in the wild card round. And we'll talk about the other games and what happened there around the league. Just a crazy weekend. Maybe it wasn't that crazy. Maybe it wasn't that crazy. Maybe these were the four best teams all year long. I don't think that's crazy. The Niners, the Eagles, those were the two best teams top to bottom in the NFC all season long. In the AFC, I think it was the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think the four best teams remaining have been the four best teams all year. The only surprise from the preseason, you could say, was probably that the Eagles didn't see them taking this big of a jump. But they were in the playoffs last year. The Niners, we were going to see what would happen with Trey Lance. Did we expect Brock Purdy now to be 7-0 as a starter? No. But you know what? If he just keeps doing what he did yesterday, and maybe yesterday wasn't enough when you go against the Eagles, but if you just handle yourself as far as the turnovers go, good things can happen most of the time in this offense. Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, they started to get going late. That Dallas defense was tired. You saw it late there. Although Elijah Mitchell, just slide inbounds next time, buddy. Save us a lot more trouble. Although it was hilarious to see that final play. What were the Dallas Cowboys doing there? What was that? They practice on that? Like, it looked like it was just... Like, okay, let's see if we could trick them. And then no one was tricked. They just... Zeke got popped trying to guard an offensive lineman. Checked out a defensive lineman. And then Ward popped whoever it was. Schultz, CeeDee Lamb, didn't even matter. It was a dumb play. But also a hilarious way to end the game as the San Francisco 49ers take out the Dallas Cowboys 19-12. I want to hear from all of you at 888- 957-9570-888-957-9570. The Xfinity Mobile text line is open. Hello, YouTube. Hit me up there. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. I just want to know all your thoughts on this game. Because heading into it, we thought it was going to be a low-scoring game. Maybe not this low-scoring. I thought maybe the under would have hit. I think my pregame prediction was 28-24. Niners. So close. It was close, and the Niners did break away towards the end, but that was just a hard-hitting game, left and right. And I cannot wait to see what the Eagles have in store for the Niners next week and what the Niners have in store for the Eagles in Philadelphia. Once again, all the matchups are set. It is the 49ers heading to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles next week at 12 o'clock Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern, so they are the early game there. And then the Cincinnati Bengals heading to the Kansas City Chiefs in a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. Chiefs were winning that game last year. Most of it. You thought they were going to blow them out in that first half. Bengals came back, and we know what happened there. They went on to lose to the Rams in the Super Bowl. So 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile text line from the 669. Our defense is amazing. I've been saying for a couple months now, The Niners, only the Niners can beat the Niners, and this is our Super Bowl. Okay. I could buy that. If the Niners play their game, their A game, no one can beat them. 
Now, I think if the Chiefs said that, the Bengals said that, and the Eagles said that, they would all agree. But to your point, I don't think any of those teams have a defense nearly as good as the San Francisco 49ers. Eagles have a good defense, don't get me wrong. They're very good. They were, what, two sacks shy away from the single-season total sack record for a team? So that's impressive. They have ball hawks in the defensive uh, secondary. Darius Slay is that dude. Linval Joseph, and Dominican Sue, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. Those guys are legit. They are Super Bowl champions. At least three of them are. So they will have their hands full next week. And the Niners defense again will have his hands full next week because you are going up against a guy who's far better than Dak Prescott this season, and that's Jalen Hurts. Didn't look hurt against the New England, uh, the New York Giants this past. I want to say New England Patriots. <laughs> They're long gone. Shout out Mac Jones. New York Giants. I think we took far too much stock, by the way, and them destroying the Minnesota Vikings. We kind of alluded to that on Friday when a lot of people thought the New York Giants could upset the Philadelphia Eagles, and then we were kind of talking out loud. It's like, maybe the Vikings' defense just sucked. And lo and behold, that was the case. Danny Dimes couldn't really do much. Brian Dable with some questionable decision-making early in that game. And it was all she wrote <clears throat> Excuse me, in the first quarter. 925, Dak is terrible, LMAO. Ha! Yeah, he's not the guy. Goo was right. Goo was right. Poor Goo. I know not a lot of United fans are feeling that. My guy was hurting in the group chat yesterday. Feel for you, Goo. There's going to be a lot of soul searching in that Dallas Cowboys team in this offseason. Jerry Jones said post game, as he does every post game, has his holds court wherever he is in a tunnel. He just needs to step away. Jones likes that spotlight too much for that team. That team's just mediocre. Going on 30 years now without a Super Bowl. Super Bowl appearance, an NFC Championship appearance. It's time to step away, Jarrah. Too much power. He's not going to do it, though. He's not going to do it. The perfect guy and perfect solution for this team probably would be Sean Payton. But Sean Payton wants control. And Jerry and Stephen Jones, his son, who's the general manager, they're not going to let it go. So, until that happens, you're stuck with Mike McCarthy. And you're probably stuck with Dak Prescott. And that's not a winning combination. We've seen it two years in a row now. 49ers have dominated them defensively. And here's the play in the first quarter that kind of signaled that this might be the Niners' day. Third long. Blitz coming. Prescott fires. Oh, it's intercepted. Far side of the field. Diamador Lenore read it, picked it off, and the Niners in business. Dak Prescott telegraphing a perfect pass to Diaminor Lenore, who gets the pick. Listen, I'm not here to crush the secondary today. You know I've been hard on them in the past. Thought they played well. Thought the entire defense played well. Yes, CD got his. He's a hell of a receiver. But you limited the other guys. Right, CD got his 10 receptions, buck 17. He's a hell of a player. He had that bomb catch after he hurt his fingers. CD's a beast. But Dalton Schultz, five receptions for 27 yards. Okay. T.Y. had that one catch. Noah Brown, 2-21. The Pollard injury obviously changed things. Fractured fibula. Shout out Tony Pollard. He had a hell of a season. You hate to see someone go out that way. That sucks, especially in such a high-stakes game. But Tony Pollard went out. Zeke was the backup, and Zeke kind of just did what he did all year. 
Not much. 10 carries, 26 yards, two receptions, seven yards. It's not a good day for that offense. Juxtapose that with the Niners. You had Brock Purdy, 19-29, 214 yards. Yeah, he was sacked a couple times. They were getting to him. You know, Brock looked like a rookie in that game. But you know what? He didn't blink like Dak Prescott blinked. Dak with the two picks, Brock with none. Now, he did throw one, and I think th- I think this was the play of the game. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, and hell, if you're the 49ers. The Diggs dropped interception when the Niners were going in and finally did punch in with Christian McCaffrey. That, Diggs had it, and he dropped it. And as Bob Spadoni once said, it's better to be lucky than good. And they got lucky, they punched it in, and that was all she wrote. Once they got that touchdown, it just felt like the Dallas didn't have enough firepower on the offensive end to get back in that game. They did not, and the 49ers hung on to win 19-12. to Shout out the YouTube chat. You guys are fired up. I love it. Love the energy. From the Brickhead family on the YouTube chat, I thought when they only got field goals instead of touchdowns on those turnovers, they were going to choke the game, but they held on. It was just a tight battle all the way through. Points were at a premium, and I think the whole kicker situation for the Cowboys changes some tactics, obviously, and that was what we discussed last week heading into the game. I think they're going to be more aggressive on fourth down, and they were. And Brett Maher, hey, they ended up making the field goals. It was just the extra point that got blocked, and that was going to be a shank all the way. But... I mean, good for Brett Maher. You can feel good about Brett Maher now that the Niners won the game, but good for him. They kept panning that guy on the sidelines. Like, is he going to come out? He's. You see Maher looking at the second, uh, the special teams coach, looking at McCarthy. Like, uh, am I going it? No, no. Ah, you fell for the guy. And then he just looks so dejected, kind of taking a couple sets forward and then just slowly sulking back onto the sideline. But he got his two field goals. Looked like his yips were gone, at least on the field goals. But points were at a premium, to your point, Brickhead family. And just scoring those points were huge. They did that. Limiting the Cowboys to just a field goal on that Ray-Ray McLeod fumble. And Bonte in the chat, the morning roast chat. And by the way, those guys are fired up. They're both at the game. Shasky, Bonte, Loveman. Hell, they were all at the game. Only your boy was uh, at home with the little ones, with the, the wife. So... The atmosphere. That was a big thing. They kept talking about it. It felt like a game. A lot of Cowboys fans in the building, Bonte was saying. A lot of blue out there. So that makes it even sweeter when you win. Hey, you want a good atmosphere in a playoff game. Yes, you would like all of your fans to dominate, but it's good to get a little chippy. When you go against big brands, like the Dallas Cowboys and like the Eagles next week, you're going to have a lot of fans in those stands. And it's going to be a very raucous, toxic, heavy, whatever the word you want to use, that environment next week in Philadelphia. And I cannot wait. The link will be hostile. Brock Purdy will be able to see his first ever hostile playoff environment. Hostile, hostile, potato, potato. You get my drift. Richard Kwong on the YouTube chat. Brock held his own. He made passes when he needed. Kittle's amazing catch was the highlight of the night. That absolutely was the highlight of the night. And James, to follow up, scary Kittle catch. I'm not dropping this ball. Fire emoji. Smoke, smoke, smoke. Cloud of dust. That was amazing concentration for George Kittle. Absolutely. 
That was the play of the day on offense, absolutely. It wasn't a great pass from Purdy. It was, it was, he bought enough time to get his feet set and throw it. And listen, make your playmakers make plays. Give them a chance. And that's what he did there. And just a hell of a concentration. Off the face mask, he was rumbling, stumbling, bumbling George Kittle. And he finally came down with it. And that kind of felt like this touchdown drive was inevitable at that point. And Christian McCaffrey, he wrapped it up on the end. McCaffrey right up the gun and in. Touchdown San Francisco. And that was a touchdown that basically sealed it. The Kittle drive led to the field goal. And you kind of felt like, okay. Yeah. Once they got that touchdown, it was just, it, there was a weight off. When I was watching that game, I just did not feel like the Cowboys had what it took to get another touchdown in that game. The 49ers defense and Fred Warner were not allowing that to happen. They were not allowing that to happen. The 49ers went into this game not sleeping on this opponent. They were heavily motivated all week to beat this team. That rivalry, it meant something. You saw that pregame hype video that the Niners released and then subsequently deleted. Kind of weird. Featured some voices on the station. Shout out the Morning Roast. May have noticed. Kind of weird they deleted it. Huh. But that pregame hype video fired everyone up, fired me up. I don't even have a dog in this fight. It's wanted a good game. I was getting goosebumps early in that in that uh, first quarter. That atmosphere, you just you can't replicate it. There is nothing like football. Yeah, Chase Center when the Warriors were at their best in the Oracle Arena. There's just something about a football game, though. Oracle Park, it's had its moments. Levi's, that was his moment last night. That was Levi's moment. The atmosphere, the crowd, the game, those teams, those colors, blue versus red, silver versus gold, and Niners defense whipping Dak Prescott at the Dallas Cowboys' ass. That was the game, and that was the moment for Levi Stadium. Now you're looking for another moment next week in Philadelphia, and we'll have all week to break that down again. We're going to be breaking down this game all day right here on 95.7 The Game. Morning Roast. Willer Dibs, Steiny Goo, Damon and Ratto, Night Show, everyone. 49ers, Cowboys coverage all day right here on 95.7 The Game. And you're just looking ahead to next week. I know we like to do that. Niners, two and a half point dogs. So usually you get three points if you're the home team. Two and a half points, that signals to you on a neutral site. Niners would be favored by half a point. So, it's going to be very fascinating to see how this line shakes out the rest of the week. 45.5, the over-under total right now. It's kind of like the under there. But again, I don't think the Eagles' defense is as good as we saw from the Cowboys. And I don't think the Eagles on offense are going to be as limited as the Cowboys were on offense. Jalen Hurts, he's going to use his legs far more than Dak did, which I was surprised last night. And again, credit to that linebacking core, Greenlaw, Warner, even Alshair making some tackles when they needed to. That secondary, laying the wood. 
I was shocked Dak didn't use his legs more. I felt like he had opportunities to, and he did have four carries for 22 yards, his their second leading rusher. But I felt like that was should have been a game plan in the red zone more, and they just didn't utilize it. And shout out to Miko Ryans, the guy who had four job interviews that weekend. He only took two, canceled two more so he could focus on his game. But they took away the running lanes in the red zone, and other than one touchdown to Dalton Schultz, that was it. That was it. Here's Kyle Shanahan after the game talking about the respecting the Cowboys and the Niners. We had a lot of respect for that team, all three of their phases, but we knew how good their defense was too. And we felt we really had to run the ball just to negate their pass rush because how special of a pass rush they have. And for us to end up getting over 30 carries when you're only averaging like three, I think we had three, five, just shows how good the team was doing. Defense getting those turnovers, the offense being able to make some third downs. I don't think in the first half we had one first down running the ball. I think they were all throwing the ball, and I think that changed big in the second half. So we still got it going a little bit, warmed down a little bit, and winning the turnover battle battles everything after that. Winning the turnover battle was everything. That was it. That's what it is in the playoffs. It's who blinks first. And it was early in that game. And it's like, oh, there's Dak. There he is. I knew that Tampa Bay game was a scam. I knew Tampa Bay wasn't very good. I kept telling myself all week. It's like, ah, but Dak looks so good. Maybe he's turned a quarter. No. Same thing with the Giants against the Eagles. Oh, Danny Dines, Brian Dibley looks so good against the Vikings. Now, nah, Vikings defense just sucks. And that's just what it was. The Bucks were washed. The Vikings were washed. And now, granted, the Cowboys' defense at least showed up, whereas the New York Giants did not. And we knew that heading into this game, that this is the best defense the Niners are going to be facing all year. And potentially still is. Save for Philadelphia, and then maybe against the Chiefs, or the Bengals when you get there. But this is the best defense they have played. You saw it on the field. Micah Parsons. All these guys digs with the dropped pick. But for the most part, Brock Purdy was not comfortable. He was not comfortable. 19-29, 214 yards. QBR of 53.1. 87 quarterback rating. He was not comfortable. But he made the winning plays when he needed to. He let his playmaker, George Kittle, make the play he needed to, and he did not throw a back-breaking interception. Now, are you more or less confident in Brock after this game? We can talk about that throughout the week. He's going to be going into an environment, that is, that he has never been in before. That could change. And we're not going to be moving the goalposts further and further back. We're just going to see how this unfolds. But next week... Biggest game of his life. And then the week, two weeks after that, again, the biggest game of his life. He doesn't know any better. And you know what? The Niners don't know any better than winning when he is under center. 7-0 and now, Brock Purdy with the San Francisco 49ers. And he talked about how challenged of a defense that was in the Dallas Cowboys. You know, credit to Dallas. They did a great job just playing physical, stopping the run, you know, making us throw more than we anticipated. But it just sort of came down to executing once we got into the red zone and things like that. So we got to be a little bit better there. I have to be a little bit better down there. But overall, it was a great challenge for us. Red zone execution, absolutely. In the past, we saw the Niners just absolutely just McCaffrey, Mitchell, Debo, Ayuk, 
Kittle, just a plethora of weapons. You saw it last week against Seattle Seahawks in that red zone. They got it done. They didn't get it done yesterday. But again, credit to that Dallas Cowboys defense. Credit to them. They get paid too. They have an elite defensive playmaker too. Jonathan Hankins, guy was a beast in the run game. Demarcus Lawrence, they were not letting Purdy get comfortable back there. Dan Quinn and that Dallas defense, they made it a priority to make Purdy uncomfortable. And they succeeded for the most part. But you saw it towards the end there. It wasn't Brock Purdy. That was the difference. It was that running game. And how tired that defense was for Dallas. Those holes that weren't there earlier, they were getting there. McCaffrey, he was bursting through. Mitchell, he was bursting through. That's fatigue. And that's wearing your team down. And that's also your defense getting that offense off the field. Your defense helping your offense and your offense helping a defense. That's called complementary football. And that is what the 49ers did yesterday. Here's more from Brock Purdy talking about being in that kind of environment and being in a Niners and Cowboys playoff game. Right now I'm still focused in a sense with just the game and what we could have done or to be better. But yeah, it's pretty cool to see the clock at zero and then you see like the Niners over the Cowboys. That's pretty sweet in the playoffs. So definitely credit to the coaching staff and getting us right all week. Defense, offense, special teams, everyone just playing. It takes everybody, not just one person or a couple guys. It literally takes everybody. So I'm just so proud of the team and playoff football is not easy. So to go and pull off a win like that against a great team like Dallas and now going to the NFC Championship, it means a lot to us. And, and for myself, yeah, when I take a step back, it's, it's pretty cool. Very thankful. And here's Kyle Shanahan, as you heard Brock Purdy taking it to the NFC Championship. Here's Kyle Shanahan talking about taking it up a level against the Philadelphia Eagles next week. I don't think you take anything a level up. You do as good as you can every single week, and I think we got a pretty good team. We've got a very talented team. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Also a team that plays well together. I know they do. They've been as good as anyone since the beginning of this year and all the way to right now. And if you looked at the beginning of the year, you thought Philly would be the last team right here. And that's the way it's ended up. So we're going to be going down there. Hopefully we'll have a good week of practice and looking forward to the challenge. 
I agree with Shanahan there. The, the best team all year in the NFL was probably the Philadelphia Eagles. I know the Jalen Hurts injury kind of skewed everyone's perspective of them with Gardner Minshew filling in. But Hurts looked fine two days ago. And if he's healthy and his arm's fine, couple that with his legs, it's going to be a challenge. But there's no better defense to go against than the San Francisco 49ers. So that is the matchup of the weekend. How's Patrick Mahomes' ankle? Probably the number one storyline throughout this whole week. High ankle sprain, by the way, for Patrick Mahomes. So one-legged Patrick against Joe Burrow. Cincinnati, Jamar Chase. I just cannot wait for next weekend. This is going to be so fun. These are the four best teams, and it's rare It's rare that we get that every single year, but these are the four best teams in football. Niners, Eagles, Chiefs, Bengals. What more could you want? We're going to take a quick break here. Come on back. What we learned over this weekend. We're going to go to school, go to the classroom, and what we learned in the AFC, in the NFC. There's a couple of frauds out there I want to expose as well that we saw this past weekend. And a certain team that seems, and a certain quarterback that seems to be getting a pass. We're going to be talking about that next. This is the pregame show, Joe Spino, Don't Go Anywhere. 888 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Any mobile text line, YouTube, keep it coming. You guys are on fire. 49ers beat the Cowboys 19-12. to More of that on the other side on the pregame show, Joe Spinoni. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pregame show, Joe Spadoni. Niners headed to the... NFC Championship in Philadelphia. They beat the Cowboys 19-12. to We're breaking it all down right here. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile Tax Line. You guys have been on fire. YouTube chat as well. Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. There were some other games this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, that I need to get into. Real quick. We were having a very heated discussion. And the Steiny Guru, I shouldn't say heated, it's hyperbole. It was a sports discussion. I'm still in the Steiny Guru E-Dog Evan Giddings chat, and we'd like to have our takes off. So we were talking about the game prior to the Niners and Cowboys, and we'll get back to there in just a second. We're going to school right now. This is what we learned over the weekend. And the Cincinnati Bengals handled the Buffalo Bills. And I texted Buffalo Bills frauds to the chat. Straight up. I clearly struck a nerve with Matt Steinmetz. And he's like, horrible take. Hand over face. Thank you, Joe Shasky, for the coffee. I needed it. Shasky will join me next segment. He's fired up. Niners get the dub. It's all that matters. They're headed to the NFC Championship game. But I text him that the Buffalo Bills are frauds. Text the chat. Horrible take. Evan Giddings, the exclamation point on top of Steinies. So Evan obviously agrees. I was like, the Bills were Super Bowl favorites. Are we not forgetting that? What have they done to deserve that? 
preseason, this was the team everyone picked to win the Super Bowl, or at least represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. What has Josh Allen and this team done to deserve that? They haven't even made an AFC championship game. Was it because they had a really cool overtime loss last year? Oh, man. Let's change the whole rule because Josh Allen didn't get a fair chance. Oh, no. This guy's had more rule changes for him than appearances in the NFC checked at the AFC championship game. So, yeah. I'm calling the Buffalo Bills frauds. Now, what happened this season with that team, with DeMar Hamlin, who was in attendance yesterday, who had a halftime speech for them, that was horrible. And we were so happy to see DeMar in his recovery and him being alive. Like, that's what matters most. But I'm not using that as an excuse for the playoffs. And I don't think the team is either. I don't think you'll hear anyone on that team or coaching staff using that as an excuse. I need to start seeing results in the playoffs for Josh Allen. I need that same energy that we're using on Dak Prescott to use that on Josh Allen. Because 25 of 42 for 265 and a pick, it's not going to get it done. Averaging 6.3 yards in attempt... Yikes. Juxpose that on the other side, Joe Burrow. 23-36, 242, eh, whatever. But he got the two touchdowns. He looked poised. He looked in control. And he knew early on in that game that the Bengals weren't losing this. No matter how hard the refs tried to take it away from him with some of those stupid overturned calls. That chase touchdown was a touchdown. Everyone would say, by the letter of the law, no it wasn't. Well, he had possession, then his leg hit out of bounds. That's what I saw. So, what I learned this weekend is to believe the wild card weekend and also not to believe it. Because I think the Buffalo Bills showed their true colors in the wild card round against the Dolphins when they should have lost to a seventh round rookie quarterback, third string, Skylar Thompson making his first start in the NFL. Should have lost that game. If Jalen Waddle makes a catch. Maybe it's all different, but the Buffalo Bills, they got exposed. And they are frauds until further notice. They're fraudulent. I'm sorry. Got our asses kicked at home in the blizzard when you guys are supposed to be your home field advantage. Everyone's gassing it up. Oh, I can't wait for that neutral site game. This is going to be electric. Now we get to see both of these quarterbacks, you know, at their peak performance because it's in a dome. Couldn't even get it done. And then I love Joe Burrow after the game. Ugh. Just chef's kiss. Better get your refunds. Right? Ugh. Love Joe Burrow. Love the Bengals' chances next week in Kansas City. I just had to get that off my chest. Man. From the YouTube chat. Dramatic pause there. D'Angelo Evans, I don't want to hear about the rest because the Niners are the best. Look at you, spitting game. McCarthy looks like he never missed. Oh, that's mean. We're not going to do that shame here on the morning roast. Not going to fat shame people. That's not nice. 
Cowboys went out sad the last play. <laughs> a lot of you on the chat, 49er Matt. Everyone's tuning in to 105.3 The Fan in Dallas after RJ and, uh, who was it, Sean last week? And uh, Bobby Belt, not Brandon Belt. Don't call him that. They joined Bonte and Shasky for a little crosstalk, and they're the home of the Dallas Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. They have Jerry Jones on weekly. Can't wait for that one. And, my God. Oh, the takes must be great there. I love the Niner fans going at them, though. That's awesome. That's awesome. Wow, a lot of Joe Burrow haters on the chat line. Joe Burrow is so annoying, he's done nothing either but lose the Super Bowl. Okay. He went to the Super Bowl in his second year in the <laughs> in the association. As Dibs like the thing, around the association. I know it's the league, but work with me here. Joseph Craig, Joe Burrow choked last year, don't forget. You got some Bills defenders? I will take Joe Burrow over anyone not named Patrick Mahomes. I will take Joe Burrow right now over anyone not named Patrick Mahomes. And I think a lot of people heading into the season would take Josh Allen or Justin Herbert. <laughs> it's Joe Burrow. It's not even close. And he's going to be the best quarterback playing this weekend because Patrick Mahomes has a hurt leg. High ankle sprain for Patrick Mahomes. So I give them a great shot of beating the Chiefs for a fourth straight time. Joe Burrow undefeated against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Never lost to him. So, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how that game shakes out this weekend. Cowboys, they're gone. 49ers, dead heading to Philadelphia. We're going to be breaking that game down. Ugh, easy enough for me to say. We're going to be breaking that game down all week. Right here on 95.7 The Game, leading up to that game. Again, that's going to be the 12 o'clock Noon game next week. West Coast time. They got the early one. They alternate every year, NFC and AFC. So the Niners and she, uh, the Niners and Rams last year were the late game at SoFi Stadium. Niners Eagles early game. Chiefs Bengals late game. So the Niners, if they win, they'll be waiting to see who their opponent will be in that Super Bowl. And they have a hell of a chance. Right now, according to Vegas, Eagles two and a half point favorites at home. Kind of leaning the 49ers in this matchup. Kind of leaning the 49ers in this matchup. But again, I think a lot of people's opinions change on the Eagles and what they did to the New York Giants this past week. So we're going to be breaking that game down all week. We're going to take another break here real quick. Come back on the other side, discuss more of this game as the 49ers handled the Dallas Cowboys 19-12. to That defense, both defenses to be honest, just played a hell of a game. The Niners defense just played better for a little bit longer Brock Purdy he keeps winning he's undefeated as a 49er starting quarterback we'll be breaking that down all day right here on 95.7 the game 888-957-9570 888-957-9570 Xfinity mobile text line YouTube chat you guys are fired up appreciate you Twitter hit me up at Spadoni underscore Joe this is the pregame show Joe Spadoni 95.7 the game now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back to the pregame show. 
Joe Spadoni, Mac Dre Monday, Victory Monday here for the San Francisco 49ers. They take out the Dallas Cowboys 19-12, to and we'll be heading to the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, to take on the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, A.J. Brown, Darius Slay. God, they got a lot of names. It's going to be a fun game next next week. NFC's the early matchup, so they'll be taking uh, taking on each other at noon before the Bengals and Chiefs. One-legged Mahomes versus Joe Burrow. Man, the four best teams, as Joe Shasky, host of the Morning Roast, joins me now. I think the four best teams are remaining, Shasky. The four best teams all year. Whether we thought that at the beginning of the season, when he wanted to add the Bills in there, I don't know if you just heard my rant on them. I think they're fraudulent. I think they need to be called out. Mm. I think there needs to be major changes in Buffalo, whether that's the head coach or not. But Josh Allen, it's not going to cut it, man. Uh, but that's not a Brian day. Dayball. Could we? They missed Brian Dayball, and then Vaughn Miller's injury killed, killed them. Percent. Yes. And there's two things about them. They're they're a front runner team. Yes. A big front. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Like the Warriors sometimes were built that way. We're like get a lead, and then and then it's like we're just going to outscore you yeah. and play situational defense. Like I I get that. But like that team, they, cannot, pu- they puckered up. They can't run the ball. No. All right. And yes, Diggs is explosive and amazing. Who's their possession receiver? Gabe Davis drops too many balls to be a possession. They don't have a wide receiver too. And you need one. I, yeah. And, and I, he, I was expecting him to have a big year this year. He's a down-the-field type of a guy, but not a possession receiver. They need a chain mover. They have no tight end. Yeah. You know? I mean, so, no, I'm 100% with you. And then defensively, we've overrated their defense. That AFC East, the Jets don't move the ball. No. The Patriots don't move the ball. No. All those numbers are diluted. They should have lost to the games. Dolphins. I know. They should have lost to the third string. Skylar Thompson making his first start as a third string rookie. But that's neither here nor there. Yes. I had Cincinnati winning that game because you know I love Cincinnati. Yes. All right. And Joe Burrow is an absolute He's a gangster. Stud. He's a gangster. 100%. And T. Higgins is the guy I wanted coming out of the draft. Yes. He's a baller. So is J- Jamar Chase. So is Boyd. That team makes plays. And Sneaky, they got a secondary that makes plays as well. I like their secondary. No. Now, that game yesterday, the Niners, I think that was one of the toughest games I've seen the 49ers play since the NFC Championship game last year. I think it's easy to say that, but like that was as balanced of a matchup as I've seen. No one was open, Joey, No, for the was, Niners. Yeah, well, same on the Cowboys. I'm just looking up all the stats right now, just going back. I was like, did Michael Gallup play yesterday? Uh, did he get a catch? No. Not a catch. I was like, wait, Michael, ja- Michael, Gall- Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, Michael Gallup. I was like, he... He's a legit wide yes. receiver, too. Yes. Like, this is the guy they kept over Amari Cooper. It felt like, to me, their game plan, and maybe I'm wrong here, I thought the game plan was we're going to use CeeDee Lamb the way that Cooper Cup was used in the Rams games. And that's, that's a good how, point. But, but here's the thing. In the NFC Championship game, Cooper Cup was awesome. Yeah. Odell made plays as well. Yes. Go back and watch. Yes. Odell made a lot of plays. I yes. think we've kind of underrated how balanced he was. He hit a big, deep crosser in that yes. NFC Championship game, and he just balances the field a little better. Diomino Lenore, for the most part, I thought held held him in check. Had a great game. He did. He had a great game. He was hitting hard too. He was making the right plays. That pick on Dak, Dak, and we'll get to Dak in a second. But I th- thought my main takeaway this weekend from watching all the football shots yeah, was, was we put way too much stock into that wild card game, like the weekends. Oh, yeah, I should yeah. say, yeah, yeah. Like the Cowboys destroying the Bucks was more of a detriment on the Bucks than it was Bucks saying how been in the playoffs. exactly the Bucks shouldn't have been there maybe the, the Seahawks shouldn't have either the Seahawks yeah. and then the the Vikings defense mm-hmm. fraudulent mm-hmm. the only thing that I took away from that weekend where it mattered was that the Bills we just talked about the Bills were fraudulent like that's what I took away from that wild card okay. week and them winning so that's what I took away my main point was that 
listen, we took we took way too much stock in Dak Prescott hyping him up. Now we have to give the 49ers defense credit because they just shut him down. Like like I thought there was lanes multiple times where Dak could have used his legs more, and he was their second leading rusher at four for twenty two. I, I actually thought he did use his legs pretty well. He did? I, I thought he did a pretty good job evading the rush. Okay, uh, again, naked eye. He, he made some questionable decisions. Yes, uh, but Tyron Smith. I'm just, I'm just uh, his performance against Nick Bosa was one of the most impressive tackle performances versus Nick Bosa I've seen. I'm giving him credit here. Yeah. I thought he did a spectacular job. I've never seen Bosa get dropped to his knees more in one game than that game on a, on a clean surface. No, that's absolutely... And you're going to need Nick next week. Like That's like that's a thing where 100%. Lane Johnson, who didn't look great, he kind of got better as the game went mm-hmm. on, um, but that's going to be another team where you're going to need some pressure on Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts, unlike Dak, he's quicker. He's Bro. stronger. He's younger. Hey. He's got a better arm. They're going to have to figure some stuff out on offense, too. Like, yeah. like quite honestly, constipated offense felt very Jimmy-esque at times. Um, I thought Brock did enough. A couple of throws. The seam throw to Kittle early in the game. Down the down the seam. He yeah. made a beautiful throw to yes. George Kittle in that one. Um, he had the Ayuk first down throw. It was like a deep comeback. Shammy trusting him on third and long, too. Shocking. Fourth quarter, two yeah. times, third and short. He goes empty formation to throw the ball. Then gets the ball back and throws to George Kittle on first down with about two minutes to go. Yeah. Um, wild. I mean, absolutely wild. And then they got to unlock CMC. Yeah. I, they've got to be able to get the run game going. I thought Juice had a, had a rough game. Uh, Vander Esch was staying in there. He was stuffing the run. Yes. And they clogged the lanes. Their defensive line dominated our offensive line at times in this game. And I'd say the majority of the game. And I don't think you're going to play a defense as good as this Cowboys defense the rest you don't of the way. Think? No. I don't think the Eagles are as good as this Cowboys okay. defense. I'm still I, I think their the secondary might be okay. a little better. Okay. But I do not think their linebacker depth, and you see Micah Parsons. He was Micah Parsons all over the field yesterday. Demarcus Just Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence. Jonathan Hankins yeah, was stepping they were on. Fantastic. Hankins is really, I mean, he had all those years at the Raiders, so I know how good Jonathan. Hankins. He's was, really good. I was texting Steve yesterday. I was like, this guy was literally our only good run stopper for like the last decade. He's, like, really, he's, good. he's really good. He's a big boy, agent. too. I think so. I think he might be. So. I, I saw a list yeah. of a zillion free agents. And look, Schefter's been doing that for every game ever. It's kind of low key hilarious. He's like, all right, here's all your guys' free agents that's probably going to leave your team. So. Wow. <laughs> well, the other thing is, I mean, look, the big injury, no one talks about this. Did you know in the 1981, a- aka 1982, NFC Championship game, Tony Dorsett went out with a separated shoulder in like the first quarter? I did not know that. All right. Like, injuries are part of the game, right? And, and like, it sucks. It really does. But like, it gets lost in the sauce. Tony Pollard coming out of that game was massive. I'm sorry, like huge. It was huge, and I actually thought Zeke did okay. Fractured fibula. Yeah, I mean that's a brutal, yeah. brutal injury for them. I felt bad for him. I yeah. really did. But that Dak interception after that inter- injury was a backbreaker. What are you doing? That was horrible. Like I don't even know where he's trying to fit it. Like he was just late in his processing and just boneheaded yes. plays. That's where I felt like in the red zone, especially. And this is when I go back to the legs. I was like. Why didn't they just try to use like his mobility? Try to do some deception. Yes. Trying to you know sneak it around the back. Like stuff they were doing against the Bucks that they just uh, maybe that they, they could do it against the Bucks because the Bucks defense sucked. But the Niners and credit to Miko Ryan's again. He that, was awesome. That red zone defense yes. man is so underrated. It is so underrated. It is so hard in this league when all the rules are predicated on the offense getting all of the calls and be able to shut them down. 
That was awesome. So, okay, final play. I, I want to laugh a little. Final play. I'm sitting next to Lucas. Got my wife, Bye my niece next to me. Didn't text me back. It's okay. They, they were going to do a, a spread formation at the final play, and then they called timeout. Okay. I got a coach, San Ramon Valley coach, sitting next to me. Oh. And he, he we call him coach. Like I, I call coach. him coach. And he's like, oh, so they've got the two linemen on either side. Zeke's going to be uh, the covered player, and so he'll be the one snapping the ball. And so like he's breaking it down. He goes, if I'm them, I'm blasting Zeke Elliott right here yes. on this play. And I'm like, really? You think? He's like, absolutely. And then like they call timeout. They do the thing. He goes, oh, they're running it again. Watch. The Niners are going to fake drop back and blast Zeke. I'm like, okay. And they <laughs> destroyed Zeke on that play. I felt so bad, dude. I was like, oh, my God. This, Zeke is getting ran out of here to dry. No Pollard and Zeke How is getting his drop in the red zone? In, like, I think it was the second quarter. Oh. He had a huge drop yes. in the end zone off his shoulder pads. Yes. Uh, Not the best of throws, but yes. Pollard probably make makes that, that play. You got to make that play. Make that play. And then um, the sequence, okay, the sequence where Greenlaw drops the, the pick six, oh. and then Armstead doesn't wrap up. And I know why he didn't do that. Like, I'm defending yeah. him. Like, you're, you're so worried about it. In that situation, yeah. it could be a sack or a safety, but you get the 15-yard penalty, and now you're breathing life into them on a final drive. Like, yeah. I, I totally get what Armstead's trying to do there. But that is, that's a sad indictment of where the game is right now. Yes. I mean, think about what that play was. Yes. And I'm and here's the thing, I'm defending Armstead. Yeah. I'm with him. Like yeah. I you have to be smart in that situation. Yes. But that sucks that we're there. Yes, no, absolutely. I thought the refs for the most part did a great job too. Yes. It was a Vinovich who was on the call. They let him play. They let him play. There Although was... we had two drive extending third down defensive penalties. They did. No, like let's yeah. call it what yeah. it is. The Niners had two. One of them brought took a sack and Kittle got held downfield. Uh, and then another one. It was a great sell job from Kittle, too, when I watched the replay. I was like, but you know what? Yeah, he did. Oh. He's lucky he didn't get a flag for that, right? I know. So it's, <laughs> but hey, Kittle was on fire last night. Speaking of front runners, but the fun front runners, George Kittle's one of them. We've got to call it what it is. Although, I have to say, his catch was um, there was like three throws in this game from Purdy. Yeah. The Kittle one early in the game, the seam route, the IU throw uh, on the deep comeback in the yes. red zone, and yes. then there's obviously the George Kittle throw. Yes. And and those are going to stick out. I mean, him bobbing that, A, I thought he was going to get blasted. B, I thought it was an interception. Diggs almost, he tried to. You saw him, he just whipped on his shoulder. He was going to get blasted on there. Yeah. But just having that concentration, and for a tight end, again, we talk about Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, but George Kittle, his ability... To just stay focused, and he's not known for his hands. Like no. he's just he's not. And so for him to get that, that was impressive. Brock Purdy. The main thing for me, as we wrap up here on yeah. Costock, and you're going to be fired up. You and uh, Bonte Hill are going to crush it. Brock Purdy not turning the ball over was huge, and yes. he did get lucky. And my, as Bob Spadoni, no as Bob Spadoni said, it's better to be lucky than good. Diggs, Diggs dropped one. Diggs dropped one, and that was a huge one because yeah. that was in the red zone. Well, not only did Diggs he drop didn't do it, it, though. He it didn't, felt he, like yeah. forty-two, who's I, think, I believe a linebacker, an undersized linebacker. Yeah. he jumped up and it almost hit him. Yes. square in the shoulders, and yes. that's how it got deflected up in the air. Look, I don't think it was Brock's best game at all, but these playoff games are so difficult. Correct, right? I I thought he held up pretty well. Like, forget being a rookie, forget all that. Like, he made enough plays with his legs to avoid big time losses. Yes, I'll take it. Now he's got he's got some limitations physically. They have yet to throw the ball on the outside of the numbers yeah. past ten yards. That I don't know if that's in his bag. That's that's a tough ask. Not every quarterback can do those kinds of things. But they've got to find a way, because you can't just run the ball down everyone's throat when it's eight in the box. No. They've got to find a way to open up this pass game. And that's why I look at these receivers. Ayuk gets good separation, but yesterday he didn't. Yeah, Guys weren't open yesterday. They did a really good job bracketing Ayuk and daring Debo to win one-on-one battles, and he couldn't do it. No, absolutely. I- 
to your point, you have four carries for Debo for 11 yards and then just the four receptions for 45 yards. Not great, but George Kittle had that big play, like yes. you said, and that was kind of the difference in the game. Uh, real quick, as we wrap up your Shasky, your thoughts oh, on the... special teams killed them all. Our special Ray, teams Ray McLeod, almost lost us that game. They almost did. Hey, shades of Kyle Williams, a lot of people on the Twitter Bro, lines were saying. When he Okay, first off, I thought they blocked the punt. It was like a knuckleball. It was low. He yeah. comes running up, and I'm looking... I'm like, no! No! When you catch it above your head like that, it's, I knew something bad was going to happen. Yeah. Like yes. I could feel it, and then he fumbles it right then and there. But he totally redeems himself. Yes, it has with, the... with the return. Correct. But our special teams uh, kick return unit gave up big yards. No, yeah. big yards, and they've got to fix that. Turpin's legit, though. The guy who I oh, didn't know was nice. from that USFL. The one who so, got blasted at the, the end. He did get blasted. Oh. Jimmy Ward laid him. He out. got crushed in that. Oh, uh, real quick. Sorry, uh, so I'm Eagle, so fired up. Eagles, your thoughts. My thoughts are: I'm coming, Rocky yep. Balboa. So you better be ready. <laughs> You, you better be ready. You Apollo Creed? Yeah. Dante you know Hill, you Rocky and uh, Apollo? Today's not the day for this. I don't care what happened. I, I, of course, I want to win next week. Yes. What a great year this has been. Oh, totally. Like, on the real, like, I, I think we don't stop and smell the roses sometimes. And, like, we do this thing, like, you can't win the big one. And we get all angry. It's like, do you know how much fun this season is? You thought the been? season was over. You lost two starting quarterbacks. You thought the year was over. You like, just beat the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Twice, two years in a row, ended their their their. Oh, Michael Curry's zero and four versus the Niners. Mm. You just hate to see that. You really do, Shasky. That's Joe. He's coming up next with Bonte Hill. The morning Cowboy fans are the worst. They are the worst. And hey, 49ers fans, we want to hear from you. Nineteen to twelve, the Niners win over the Dallas Cowboys. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. YouTube, all of that. The morning roast up next as the 49ers are heading to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles in the NFC Championship. They'll be breaking it all down right here on 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Oh, 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 O'Reilly Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>